folks, welcome back to the My Tech Decisions podcast. Today is another Patch Tuesday episode where we go over Microsoft's monthly security patches for December with Sanam Narang, a senior staff research engineer at vulnerability management company Tenable. This month, Microsoft patched 52 vulnerabilities, including two zero days, one of which is being actively exploited. Listen to the podcast to hear more details about these updates. Before we get to the podcast, here's a quick reminder that the podcast is available on iTunes, Google, and Spotify to hear weekly interviews with IT experts that can help you make the right, right decisions for your organization. And now, here's Satnam Narang. All right, so another uh, Patch Tuesday, a little bit um, lighter than in months past, and that's pretty consistent with with December's, given you know the holidays and the end of the year stuff, right? Uh, yeah, actually, it's uh, not not that uh, far off from what we normally expect. Uh, I think this month was obviously 48 CVs patched. Uh, over the last several years, it's varied between like 32 and 67. So it's pretty much on par with what we expected for Patch Tuesday in the month of December. Uh, right. You know, nothing too crazy. I would have been shocked if we saw over 100 CVs patched this month. Right. Um, kind, of, kind of a little bit of an aside, but... Um... I've, and, I've, and I've noticed this um, working with, you know, different security researchers uh, for, you know, Patch Tuesday content. But um, I think they're they're always off by, like, maybe a handful. Like, so uh, ZDI says they're, like, something like 52. And then um, other folks, you know, give a different number. Do you have any idea why that is? Yeah, I'm not entirely sure. I mean, for example, there was uh, some, uh, like, defense in depth guidance that Microsoft gave this month uh, regarding uh, signed certificates. And, you know, we, we don't include that in the CV count. Sometimes we also don't include mm-hmm. things like um, Chromium CVEs. Those are CVEs right. that Google patches in Chromium, which is the underpinning of Microsoft Edge. So there are other few things that we don't include. Uh, the, the counts can vary. I've noticed that too. Yeah. Uh, by and large, we try to go by the book with whatever has been patched on Patch Tuesday. Mm. So if something got patched, let's say like four or five days ago, we're not going to include that in Patch Tuesday. Doesn't right. mean that defenders shouldn't patch those vulnerabilities. It's just that we're solely focusing on the day of Patch Tuesday. Right, makes sense. Um, yeah. So let's go. Let's get into uh, Patch Tuesday um, for December twenty twenty two. Um, and probably the one that's uh, getting the most attention right now is the Windows Smart Screen Security Feature Bypass. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that's another security feature bypass. Um, we saw some last month as well in the Mark of the Web. Uh, this one specifically affects the Smart Screen feature of Windows operating system. So rather than like Protected View and Office, uh, this was also discovered by Will Dorman, who also has been kind of documenting these on his Twitter account, keeping tabs on all of the stuff affecting Mark of the Web. Uh, so this is, I think, a, just a continuation of, of his findings and Microsoft getting around to patching uh, the stuff that he's been observing. So clearly attackers have been leveraging it in the wild, and uh, Will has also been seeing this as well. So we're, we're glad to see Microsoft moving along. It's taken some time, but, you know, Happy to see patches in place now. Mm. And um, so that was one of two zero days, the other being in, uh, I believe it's DirectX. Um, but yeah. that's uh, far, far less uh, severe, it seems like. Or let's, let's get your two cents on that. 
Yeah, I mean, it's not as severe. I mean, you know, local attacker, you know, there's other requirements that are necessary. It's an elevation of privilege, too. So, I mean, it, the concerns aren't, aren't significant as the mark of the web one, because that one is actively being exploited in the wild. But we still consider it, since it's a zero day, since that information has been publicly available about that vulnerability, uh, it's still considered a zero day. I know, you know, the term zero day evokes a lot of different emotions. You know, when we think zero day, right. our minds tend to assume right. something that's being exploited against users in the wild. But zero days are also vulnerabilities that have been publicly disclosed prior to patches being available, whether or not they've been exploited in the wild. Excuse me. And uh, moving on to the SharePoint server uh, RCE bug. Yeah, so SharePoint Server is always a, an interesting one to watch. We've been uh, keeping tabs on SharePoint Server vulnerabilities for some time now. So whenever Microsoft does release patches for these, we want to make sure to call them out uh, because, you know, whether or not it requires like an authenticated attacker, which it does in this case, it's still important because, you know, attackers can figure out ways to gain access to SharePoint. You know, they can uh, brute force their way in or sometimes credentials are being sold on the dark web. So it's not a uncommon thing to see. Uh, so definitely SharePoint, considering its ubiquity is also important for uh, folks to patch as well. Mm. And um, another getting a, a good amount of attention is the uh, PowerShell. Um, I think it's remote, remote code execution. Um, I mean, that kind of, um, kind of obvious why that one is, is you know, more important than, than others, but um, you know, please explain uh, you know, why, why this one should be prioritized. Yeah, so I mean, with PowerShell, you know, it, it it does require an authenticated attacker in this case to exploit the vulnerability, but you know, they don't need any sort of elevated pr privileges in order to exploit this vulnerability. It basically will allow an attacker to run arbitrary commands on the system if they are in fact able to exploit this vulnerability. So again, you know, the one thing I would say is that you know we look at the severity level vulnerabilities, we look at CVSS score, we look at you know, whether or not authentication is required. And then some of those factors do play a part in, in how we determine what is important to patch. But, you know, for example, uh, I know we're not, we're specifically talking about PowerShell in this case, but to kind of go back to things we've talked about in the past, right? For example, exchange server vulnerabilities, right? Even if it does require authentication or even like the SharePoint ones we discussed uh, just a moment ago, uh, it, it's not a huge barrier for attackers. So, you know, authentication being a requirement does create some barrier, but it's not a, you know, heavy lift for an attacker. Uh, if they are able to exploit some other vulnerability to get onto the system, or they're able to convince someone to download malware through phishing attacks, or say someone's trying to pirate some software and they get malware on their system, an attacker would be able to exploit a vulnerability like this one. So why would an attacker exploit this and, um, and you know, uh, exploit PowerShell? Would it be to kind of, you know, evade detection by using a kind of a legitimate IT tool, uh, maintain persistence, et cetera? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, PowerShell being part of Windows natively does help attackers if they're able to execute commands on the system because it is hard to kind of differentiate between legitimate uh, commands being issued through PowerShell versus malicious commands being done by an attacker. So it's certainly valuable for an attacker to uh, leverage. Um, I think uh, if I recall correctly, Microsoft did say this one is exploitation more likely. 
uh, for yeah. this particular vulnerability. So yeah, I, I, I don't really see a lot of uh, PowerShell vulnerabilities getting disclosed as part of Patch Tuesday very often, but yeah, they're certainly mm. problematic when they do get patched. Right, right. I imagine um, a, lot, a lot of um, IT pros' ears perked up when they saw this one. Um, so moving on, so there are um, uh, at, at least one other principaler uh bugs that were or maybe a couple um yeah there, there were, were actually two, two of them actually two. i'm sorry go yeah yes. yeah no there were there were two this month uh cv 2022 44678 and 44681 yeah i mean you know i think uh we we've definitely talked about prince spooler to death almost because yeah. it keeps coming up almost every month almost every month it's not always a fixture but it is sort of a fixture of a lot of patch tuesday and you know, as as we've talked about in the past and have said before, you know, with the uh, print nightmare, it sort of just opened up Pandora's box and has continued yeah. to result in a lot of different researchers poking around at it and finding more bugs in print spooler. Because again, you know, like when we talk about PowerShell, you know, print spooler is a necessary component uh, part of Windows. So attackers being able to leverage vulnerabilities here does provide value. I mean, in this case, these are elevation of privilege bugs. They're not remote code execution bugs, uh, but still those do provide value. And, and you know, I expect to continue to see this gift to keep on giving as far as research is concerned. We're not seeing as much activity when it comes to like exploitation in the wild for a lot of these. I know last yeah. month there was one uh, and that was, I think the first one since print nightmare that was actually exploited in the wild well actually technically yeah, it was right. the first one discovered in the wild that wasn't you know found by researchers so yeah yeah that sounds that sounds right um so any any others um you know patched this month that that you know give you pause that that you know IT admins should be more aware of uh, you know, nothing of top of mind, uh, Zach. I will say, you know, just kind of looking at the year at large, since this is the last Patch Tuesday for the year, mm -hmm. uh, based on our uh, count for the year, this brings us to about 917 total CVs addressed in 2022, which mm -hmm. is up from last year where we had 848 CVs addressed, but not near the high, which was in uh, 2020, where we saw uh, 1,245 CVs patched. So, you know, it, it's been kind of, you know, ebbing and flowing over the last few years between 800 to 1,200 CVs. We expect that number to remain pretty consistent. I don't know if we'll ever see another 1,200 CVs patched again. That was a pretty monumental year for Patch Tuesday. Right. Um, but it, it remains to be seen how things shake out in 2023. So, Sanab, thanks very much. I appreciate your time, and I'll talk to you again uh, next month. Thanks, Zach.